podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Toretko, and, and you are listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back again, tennis fans. Here we go for the women's semi-final preview and predictions. This one, uh, with the women's, is always a little bit of a potluck pick when you go into that draw preview, as you know, if you've watched Game to Love before. And this one, there has been a couple of standout people who have just surprised everyone in the draw. But there is also a couple of regular staple players who have just been looking dominant as well. So it's a good mixture for this semi-final, JG. Yeah, I think the seeds sort of symbolise it nicely. You've got the number one seed, Ashley Barty, versus an unseeded Madison Keys. And the other one, you've got 27th seed, Daniel Collins, versus number seven seed, Iga Savontek. Uh, so there is a bit of a mix. It's not so uh, top-heavy as the men's in terms of we've got all... Well, if you look at the bottom half, you've literally got number three and four, isn't it? Uh, yeah. or, or two and oh. four. Yeah go down the, to the bottom yeah well it's uh it's it's pretty crazy anyway ashley barty uh, i think she's been super dominant anyway on this uh entire event uh obviously down the bottom side we've got uh eager down there she's playing daniel collins uh daniel collins really a bit of a surprise package i'd say obviously she's been to the semi-finals here before but I don't think anybody expected her to be in the semi-finals this year for some reason. I've no. not, not seen anything of note leading up to the tournament to suggest she would make such a run, but maybe yeah. she just likes it here. Yeah. Let's start with the top one, though. Ashley Barty, the lady in form. Uh, the difference between her and Medvedev is she's not had any adversity at all. This entire slam. In no. fact, she's done it at a canter or yeah. at a walk. You could say whatever you want. It's <laughs> been walk, so yeah. easy. She's just been leaps and bounds better than everyone else. You look at the scoreline, she's not dropped a single set. I don't know if you no. can go to the second tab there. Yeah, sure. The, the, this one just uh, highlighting. Apologies. There you go. Ten saying... sets one, zero lost. Australia's local hero, Ashley Barty, only big favourite for the win at the Australian Open. She's a bit, yeah, she is a big favourite. And I don't understand how she's going to lose from this position because nobody has come close. And I mean, she's not played bad opposition. She had Anissa Mova in a round where we were thinking, oh, she could do something. Um, was yeah. the other ones? Pagula. Pagula. I didn't really fancy. I didn't think the Pagula one. No. I thought Georgie could have done a little bit more. They're the two really stand out. Anissa Mova and Georgie. Yet she still managed to go do straight sets. Bronzetti, you'd expect. And Tezarenko as well. But yeah, Ashley Barty playing extremely well. The world number one. Looks dead on favourite to win it this year. Can she get through Madison Keys, though, who has been performing extremely well? I've been impressed with Keys. And yes. out of all of the names, probably the sort of standout, most impressive, like what you wasn't expecting. Barty been yeah. the best. But Keys, I would say, close second uh, in terms of she's played brilliant tennis and she's sort of rolling back the years to um, 2018, is it? I know you've got the tweet. Uh, bear with me. Oh, sorry, I just had another page up. Uh, one second. I feel like you there should just put them all at the start, mate. 
But yeah, That's here right. we go. Madison Keys returns to the Australian Open semi-finals for the first time since oh 2015. Sorry, by defeating uh, Barbara Kajikova six three six two. Yeah, and that was uh, impressive. Obviously, back in 2015, she didn't reach the semi-finals of the French in 2018, but uh, obviously different surfaces. Uh, she lost to Serena Williams, uh, obviously the eventual winner of the event back in 2015 here. No shame in losing to the fellow American who beat Maria Sharapova in that final that year. Uh, she's back to the top of the game again, it would seem. After that nice run of form that led her into the tournament here, Madison Keys. she obviously won that uh, tournament in Adelaide. As did Ashley Barty, though. She won a tournament in Adelaide as well. So they're both on similar sort of runs. I'd say Barty's more impressive because she hasn't dropped a set since she nearly lost to Coco Goff, remember, in that first match in Adelaide. Yeah, so. I'm looking at their the head-to-head. They played three times before, uh, one in the Billie Jean King Cup. Okay. And the score is 2-1. Uh, Keys has beaten her before. I believe it was on uh, in on Roland Garros. Barnes yeah. is probably her worst slam. I know if she has won it, but looking at the percentages, it is her worst. And then, yeah, Barty beat her at Roland Garros in 2019 and then beat her in the Billie Jean King Cup as well. So I don't know if you want to read too much into that, if I'm mm. honest. I don't think it really gives a good indication of this, considering it's on a different surface and it's three years later. I think Barty's sort of grown into her game and performing a lot better and a lot more dominant now. She's going yeah. to be the heavy favourite for this one. Something makes you think Keys can, could get take a set. Uh, and I think I'm going to jump straight into my prediction, Ben. It's going to be Ashley Barty and it's going to be in three. I think she's going to drop her first set. Well, uh, it's yeah, we're sort of delving right into the nitty gritty. Uh, there's part of me, I've been impressed. Yeah, I think that she's had a harder run. If I'm on, if I'm totally honest, I think uh, Keys has played Badoza, Klaichikova. Uh, she obviously played Sophia Kenin, the the 2020 champion, hmm. uh, and that was who Ashley Barty actually lost to. Remember, in I believe it was the semi-finals in that year when Sophia Kenin won it. So she's defeated one of Barty's old foes already. But I said it before, and I say it again. There's just something about this year with Australia and Ashley Barty. I don't know why. I just think it's her year. And I don't know why. And I know it was in the draw preview. I kept saying it. But I don't know. She hasn't been that great there in the past. I just, I said it. And now she just looks ne- nearly unstoppable. That's That quarterfinal was close to perfect. She dropped two games. Yeah. Six, two, six love against Pagula. I mean, what easy quarterfinal. And an hour on court. Yeah, it's just dominant, man. She's a lot better than everyone else. The one thing you can say in Key's defence is she's played a lot more difficult, a lot difficult opposition. Klachikova, Badoza, uh, Kenin as well. They're tough matches and she's won all of them three. I've just mentioned in straight sets. I think that sort of shows the level she's at. And the Klachikova, I think it was two and two, wasn't it? Oh no, three and two. Yeah, I mean, it's just... You've just got to look at this. Put this into perspective right now. The, uh, Ashley Barty has spent five hours on court and she's in the semi-final. 
Uh, if we go over to the men's side, <laughs> just to put this into perspective, how long was the match between uh, Nadal Chapo or... Well, how long Felix... was the match today? Felix Medvedev. Felix that, was that 40 I mean. or something? Something like that. And this is Pretty what I meant. the same amount of time Barnes has been on the whole time of this event. It's pretty mad. Yeah, four hours, 42. And Barty's been on court for just just around five hours for all of her matches. That's mad. It's a good stat, that one. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just crazy. I just remember seeing every time that she finishes a match, I always go in and check the time. That's the one thing I keep going to check. And it always says 50-something. Never It's up. went over an hour once, I think. Uh, this one's going to go over an hour. That's my prediction. Um, I, I think Keys can take a set because... She is a super aggressive player. Yeah. And I think that is the only way to beat Barty. Yes, it you is. don't want to rally with her because what she's going to do is pull out one of them little slices. Yeah. And I've never seen anyone with that efficiency able to do that slice. It's just so difficult. You have to pick it up off the ground. Um, and it's like a she uses it in an attacking sense. It's not a defensive slice, really. No, and I think Keys is going to struggle with it. Yeah. But I think she's going to take a set. And that's why I'm going Ashley Barty to win this one in three. As much as I hate to agree with you, I think I'm actually going to be going the same because I'm the the main reason is the last time that we saw Barty really struggle was against Coco Goff, and it was because of that same exact tactic, big aggressive shots, and Barty, yeah, she gets under under pressure, but she finds a way to win as well. And I don't think Madison Keys, she's 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 not showing any respect for anybody she's got no, on court on down true. the other end. She's just going for it. She's going in the same, uh, like playing the same way again, no matter who's down the other end. She's just going full. And she out kills attack. second serves. Madison yeah. Keys kills second serves. Exactly. The thing with Barty is, I'm not sure if you get many of her because she's just a very reliable server. And oh, for a very small reliable. woman, I don't understand how she's able to generate so much pace and precision on her serve. She sort of defies science, I think. Yeah. I know there's not really anybody in the men's game. You can't really, yeah, you, you can't, you, you can't compare it to the men's game at all because I can't see uh, any of the guys who are a bit shorter serving with her degree of accuracy and power. Yeah, she's an anomaly. She really is, and the first serve uh, points one on her first serve, and over the last like sort of three matches, uh, all around the 80%, 90%, that type of thing. So when she's getting her first serve in, Barty, it's so effective. Um, I'm going Barty in three as well. I think Keys is good for a set. Definitely is. I've been, and plus I love the button. Yeah, let us know the live chat <laughs> who you have. Uh, the Midnight Woodsman saying Barty 7 5 in the third. Every hot favourite has one troublesome match. This will be it. Uh, the Aussies will go through the ringer watching it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like I think it, it as could well. happen. Something like that. I think maybe Barty could have a more comfortable set though in the third. I hope so. Match depends on keys, I think, says Luke. If her shots go uh, in the match, would be good. Uh, if not, could be a quick one for Barty. Well, that's it. If the shots go in for keys, that is the key. That's the, that's the key terrible, to terrible, terrible, terrible cliche. The key to victory for keys is getting the ball in the court with the big power shots. Pretty obvious. Can't yeah. be saying a hometown pressure on Barty. Aussies always have it. I'm feeling keys and I have zero confidence. She'll be the same player she was yesterday. But if she's confident, well, let's, yeah. let's wait and see. And the last one I'm going to read out is Gary here saying, Barty in straight sets. I keep thinking she'll be challenged, but just never is. Yeah, I know. I mean, wouldn't it be just typical if she just went and did it again? I thought Georgia was going to challenge her. I don't know what it was. I just had a feeling and she just didn't. Uh, and it's some over. 
I wasn't so keen on that. I know you was thought she I could challenge it. It looked like she was Georgia. prior, but no, just nothing at all. Let's hope Keys can. <laughs> well, I do anyway, because <laughs> I don't have Barty to win my bracket. I know you do, so. Well, well, Keys, she's been well, just because she's been so aggressive and trying to hit winners. Like in the last match, she hit twenty-seven winners against Krychikova. We watched, we covered the match against Badoza. Uh, 26 winners in that one as well. Like, and she's always over double her opponent with winners normally. Will she be able to do it against Ash Barty, though, in the slice? All right, let's move on to the next match. We've both gone for the same there. Uh, yeah. And we've got Danielle Collins, Iga, Savontek. According to the bookies, this one's a little bit more even. I think Iga's about 1.66. Collins just over evens. We've watched Collins and Iga throughout this event. I think yes. you've watched one more Collins match than me. Yes. We've covered quite a few eager ones, especially at the start. She wasn't amazing. Uh, and no. she's come through two matches where she's lost the first set and been able to prevail and win in three. In her history, she said she's come out in an interview. I think it was before the Kanepi one, and she's not used to doing that. Usually, if she loses the first set, she gets a bit down on herself, loses yep. the match. She's been able to do that. I think that is a really good, encouraging sign and something I love to see. She is my champion before the event started. And I think she's looking good here. I think Collins is going to be a tough prospect. She's hitting the ball so hard. She looks angry, as always, <laughs> and riled up to, to cause an upset. It's going to be a good match. It's a it's a, probably a closer one on paper, but maybe I don't think it is going to be with the score. Um, and you can see there, just sort of backing up what I said about the anger, doesn't look too pleased on court, does she? <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a face uh, she uh she's a completely different person on court to the one off court isn't it uh, daniel collins but yeah all good fun and games we we wish her well how what is the uh prediction you're going for in this one well we're not going to jump straight to that we're going to no? go through some tweets okay. first <laughs> right, not no going worries. straight to it kind of dig dig into your I'm not gonna uh, go too soon but here's a nice tweet about eager saying great win for eager she had one of the worst serving performances of her life didn't play well and yeah. that was not a good match but she got through eager won Roland Garros by redlining for two weeks learning how to win when things aren't going well is how you keep on winning I think it's a brilliant point and she's not necessarily played great no. this event out of the four of them I think you could argue maybe the fourth best player in terms of performances we've seen. I wouldn't say she was the fourth best player. You'd say she's probably the second best player on paper. But in terms of the way she's performed, I think she's probably the bottom of the pile. Um, but she does have that winning ability. She She's won a, a slam, remember? She's a slam champion. Daniel Collins in a bit uncharted territory. That is going to help her, I think. Yeah, it could well do. I've just been super impressed by Iga. It's the same thing. She's showing champion mentality right now. Exactly what you're saying. Uh, I love what I'm seeing from her to go to to come from behind. Like I know you've been not saying, playing well, not serving well as well. Nah, but that's that's the sign of a true champion. When you're, it's the it's how you win when you don't play well. It's not how you win when you're playing well. And when you're able to just, we've seen it with. A lot of the greats over the years, you're just like, oh, this is a bit of a lackluster performance from Roger or something. He's not really hitting his forearm very well today. And he just gets the win. And you just think, well, he still managed to win that in straight sets somehow. And you're just like, yeah, but that's what the best do. They just play badly and they just find a way to win on that particular day. The next round, they turn up again. And I think that she's going to turn up in this semi-final, Eager. That's what my personal opinion. I think that 
the occasion might get to Collins more than it gets to Eager because I feel that she's really turning the corner at the moment. Well, in Collins' defence, uh, last tweet, Ben. Sure. This one. So this is what she's been doing. She's been taking a tip from the US women's national team yeah. uh, saying when they were in the World Cup final, they were off social media, not even sometimes checking their phones. That's something I've tried to incorporate into what I do during big tournaments to eliminate some of the noise, distraction. So she's not using her phone. She's off social media. Smart. She's focused. She's in the zone. I like it. She's coming into this match with a real serious mentality. We know we're going to get a fighter and a warrior on the court. We know we're going to get him big hitting. I know Eager's got really big hit, uh, shots as well. It's going to be a, a fantastic match, the way it's sort of built. And the build-up's been really nice towards it, especially the whole stories. I think they're different styles of player, although they both bash the ball so hard. Um, but my alliance, I think, will probably always be a bit with Eager purely for the fact that I picked her before and she's a, a younger player who I've really got a connection with and I'm a bit of a fan of. Oh, definitely. She is, uh, well, we think that she, we both agree that we, she could potentially be world number one at some point. I think it's sort of written in the stars. Her on clay is amazing and her on hardcore is becoming potentially a Grand Slam finalist now. Uh, if she makes it there, no one can ignore her anymore because she she hasn't she hasn't done it in a pretty way either. She's gone through some very tough competitors. Kanepi was as tough as it gets really at that stage in the competition. You could say, ah, but she's like what 115 in the world. It doesn't matter. It's not that she wasn't playing 115 in the world. That's someone who knocked out Sabalenka, uh, knocked out Kerber. Really good player. And Kanepi, I felt sorry for her in that match. It was probably one of the matches of the tournament, really. Um, yeah. But just she had the opportunities, uh, Kanepi, and she just didn't take them. And I felt that she suffered more with the nerves than what Iga did. And that yeah, was... I've, I've heard about the match point as well. Apparently, yeah. the match point was incredible, which Iga won. I've not yeah. had a chance to watch it back, but I've seen uh, a screenshot with like a little circle around it. I don't know if people have seen that on Twitter from the position Iga received the return the ball in. Yeah, and it is outstanding. I don't know how she managed to win it, but we will be watching that. Just a little bit on the head-to-head -head between the two of them before we go into the last Collins tweet. Mm. Um, they've played once before in Australia, and eager beater six-two free love, and then uh, Daniel Collins retired. Yeah, I don't know what the retirement was due to, uh, whether it was due to any injury remember. or not, but it doesn't spell good things. I don't think for Daniel Collins that result. I think eager will probably play on that probably remember what she did in from that first meeting and I think Eager's learning all the time on the, on the court. Uh I'm expecting a big performance from Eager Sviontek in this semi-final. I don't really have much more to say. No, on the last tweet I thought we we're bringing up. Oh, oh, the last one. This one. Here we go. This Daniel Collins now ranked number 14 in the live rankings Ooh. and as of the moment the number one ranked American player. So she's rising fast. You see Emma there, just one in front of her. Yeah. Not sure for how much longer. Um, but yeah, just That's showing that Daniel Collins, the number one American. Pagula, it could have been you. Yep. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it wasn't, though. Well, yeah, I'll bring you, go back to this one and then we can give you guys 
our final decisions. Uh, well, we've given you our one on Barty versus Keys, Danielle Collins versus Iga Sviantek. Maybe I'll bring up the graphics so you can see both of the girls there. Right, and I'm going to be going for Iga in straight sets. I was going to do the same, but I just feel like that's going to be only just based upon their last meeting. I just feel that if Iga was already beating her that easily then, but I'm going to go Iga in three then, just to be different, just because she's sort of not been playing great, but she's been finding ways to win. I think she'll find a way to win again. Okay, no worries. There we go. Let us know in the live chat, guys, who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, we'll be covering this from tomorrow morning, so make yeah. sure you join us. I believe the schedule is 8.30 a.m. Ashley Barty Keys, and that's going to be followed by Danielle Collins Eager. So let's Sign. see if we get the final we've both predicted, which would be Barty Eager, the one Ben predicted before the tournament began as well. I have Eager winning the whole thing. Ben has Barty winning the whole thing. So if we do get that one, it will be a big bracket finale on Game to Love as well. Yeah, I can't wait. I really can't wait for these ones. They will be on in, I think it's exactly nine hours' time. So just enough time if you need to get to bed, get some beauty sleep before those ones kick off. Set the alarms as well because I know I'm going to have to. I haven't had many hours sleep. There's no way I'm waking up off my own accord uh, to this 8 o'clock deadline. Should we uh, tell everybody how to enter our giveaway, though? We didn't do it on the last one. We got two tickets for Roland Garros coming up. That's the next Grand Slam where you'll probably be able to get to watch some of these amazing tennis players we've been talking about from these semifinals of the men's and the women's side. Uh, there's a link uh, in the description below. JG, how can everybody enter? It's also in the live chat pinned at the top. Make sure you click the link and there's plenty of ways to enter. Here's a short promo on how. This time we're bringing you a giveaway, Roland Garros 2022. We have two grand public tickets going on offer and you can be part of it. Make sure you are subscribed to Game to Love. And secondly, follow the link to find out all of the ways you can enter. They include following us on Spotify, following on Twitter, joining the Patreon. That's another one where you get a few entries. Four days at Roland Garros. That could be the final, the semi-final, the quarter-final. To clarify, that is two tickets for four days at Roland Garros, seeing the very best tennis talent. Yeah, so make sure that you get your entries in by the 31st of January 2022. And good luck. May the best man or woman win. And hopefully we get to see you out in Paris very soon. Just like that. Well, yeah. make sure you enter. Yeah, not long to go now. I think you've got about five days or so. So get your entries in. We're going to wrap this one up, though. We'll see you for the tennis action very soon. Uh, good luck to the ladies we've, we've selected. Good luck to the ones we haven't. Um, but yeah, thanks, guys. Like and subscribe if you haven't. And we'll see you very soon. See ya. Podcast Network.